0: Welcome, beautiful souls. I am Marcia C., the host of Her Sacred Soul Space podcast. In this safe space, we have discussions that ignite our hearts and expand our souls. This is a podcast dedicated to all women and is coined with spiritual and metaphysical aspects of evolving herself and aligning her purpose to her soul. Having a soul connection with oneself is the portal to life. And you can consider this podcast your stepping stone. There is a beautiful spark that occurs when goddesses embrace and empower each other's light. And that's what we are all about here on Her Sacred Soul Space podcast, Her Soul Connection. Look out for new episodes with Soul Gems every second and fourth Fridays. And remember, see your light, be your light.
1: Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to her sacred soul space. We are so happy to have you here for another recording. But this time, we're gonna do things a little bit different. So I'm here, I am Yalan, and I am joined by...
2: Hi, I'm Dr. Kia Fisher. Welcome, 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 it's great to be here. It's been a while, I've seen your beautiful faces, so I'm glad to be here today.
1: (laughs) Then today, the person who will be on the hot seat, it's not really a hot seat, is Marsha. So, what you guys, you guys get a special treat today. So, Marsha, Kia, and I have a really beautiful sister spiritual bond. You're going to get the full feel for what yeah. we're like when we're just having a conversation. Alone. But today's conversation is specifically about Marcia. We want you to hear us talk about her beautiful, scary, delightful, engaging, but deeply transformative journey. Uh, through breast cancer, so I'm gonna give it to Dr. Kia. We don't call each other that when you know when we're just being no, girlfriends. we do not. Kia's oh, gonna go ahead <laughs> and kick this off with her first question or intro, whatever you want to say. We just gonna do it the way we do.
2: We've known each other, I, I've lost count how many years you've lost. Each other. I honestly lost count, yeah. Um, and now because it's so much of a sisterhood, I care how long it's been, but I know it's been over 13 years. Right? Um, but I remember uh, hearing about Marsha and when uh we found out that you are you were diagnosed with cancer, breast cancer. Um I remember not knowing too much because we dealt with it privately, but at the same time, we were all praying for you because we knew what was going on. And it was very difficult for me, but I had to respect the space, you know? Um, I would like to ask you, what was it like going, because when we hear about people going through sickness and we never usually hear them go through it while being isolated. Sometimes we hear people say, we need people around us to make sure we're good and what you? How was it emotionally going through this in isolation, your type of isolation?
0: Emotionally, when I was isolated, I I think that was fine. I was fine with that because it's something that I needed at the time for my soul. Not sure why I needed it, but just the needed. Um, mm-hmm. I found that it was my way of understanding really and truly what was happening with me why was this happening to me? Um, notice I said to me because at the time I didn't see it happening for me. I just thought it happening to me. And um, I needed to be able to be one with myself and with God. I've always been the kind of person that would allow other outside opinion to come in. And so I needed to be able to hear myself, hear God's voice. Uh, so I kind of stayed in a cocoon for my friends even my family, some of my family members, even though I love them, and even though they were still here, a part of me just was just quiet. It was just quiet. And I needed to be still. I needed to be still. Yeah. Marcia has always been a very private person,
1: right? So we, 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 we respected the decision, but you know, on the outside we are like, but should we do something like we were, should we violate the boundary? Um, so for you, was there a time I know that's the route you chose mm-hmm. but inside were you sometimes feeling like I wish somebody would check on me I wish somebody would call over I wish um uh, you know maybe I could talk this through because sometimes we isolate ourselves but then we have these little inner needs but maybe pride maybe no this is what I chose so I'm going to stay over here did you at any point right it,
0: like get that feeling like I wish somebody would just come knock on the door I um So I had individuals, but these are individuals that they too had gone through the journey. But they were also individuals that I wouldn't have opened up my soul space to. And so it was, I received that care I needed from those individuals, but that emotional care I needed was not there. Now, regarding you um, guys as my close friends, um, yeah, there was a time when I wish that you guys were here, but how would I relate to you what was going on inside of me? I was afraid of being judged or ridiculed. I was still going through questioning, am I still going to be a woman, considered a woman per se? So, you know, it was just uh, the scary part of me not knowing who I am and afraid that others going to see me in a different light, not allowing myself to give them the opportunity for me to just to be transparent with you guys.
2: I kinda get you on the physical aspect of everything. Um when you said, am I still gonna be feeling like a woman, considered a woman, my body, you know, here it is, my breast or so whatever. I, I cannot imagine um how you feel when you had to go through that. So let's talk about the physical aspect of it. Cause I remember times we or like, all right, you get to pick out the to them, you know? it yes. <laughs> stuff like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, how do you feel even through the surgery? You um. know, I-, I know that people who get their breasts done, you know, just because they want rest go through a traumatic surgery. So for you doing reconstructed how how is that for you?
0: Right. So before even going into that, I just want to share with everyone like one of the reasons why we're even having this conversation because it was five years ago this month, April, where I underwent a surgery and it was multiple surgeries. I had early staged breast cancer, DCIS, and I didn't have to go through chemo or radiation, of which I was grateful for because of how God allowed me to find it, I didn't have to do that. If I were one of those but was disobedient, I would end up having to go through all that. So now, you know, because of the fact that God allowed me to kind of Find a thing early, you know, me swear to me I'm got the little. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> me swear, to, okay, father, you brought this to my attention in the early stage and you keep putting in my spirit, this is bigger than you, which means we can do a little bit of negotiation. So one of my thing was that um please don't let them remove my nipples, you know. Like the nipples was my thing. The nipple was my engine starter, the nipple was <laughs> yes, oh, Marsha, no. you know? And so um when i first had the first surgery was done obviously the the surgeon it was more and i'm going to say this ladies when you're seeing you know okay it's an opportunity for you even get a breast implant or something especially in early stages you know you're going to be fine and all that they don't think about that they just cut uh-huh. they cut to save they cut to take out so what you think may end up being pretty in the end does not end up being pretty in the end you just see all the scars uh-huh. you know and um Going through my first surgery, I understood that's what I needed. I had to do that. Uh, I was kind of scary, scared at first. I had communication with God. I was just a matter of fact, I expected him to just show up in my dream. You know, some people come back out and have this big epiphany or just this magnificent transformation occurred. I expected my angel or somebody to show up then, but that did not occur, which was quite fine. But having to hear that I had to go back for not a second, but even a third surgery was wow. devastating. The second one was where I had to remove my nipples because of the fact that after they they do the testing after the first surgery and realize it went out to my areola, to my nipples, and I had to remove those. That is when I was mad. I was floored because I just thought, like I said, me and God had this conversation and I can understand. I just needed something that was originally part of the Marsha that I know to still be a part of me after this. And I remember sitting in the car and I asked him why, and all I heard was gracefully broken. And Uh I didn't know what that meant either, but I just kept it. And I remember after surgery and, you know, I got home, I looked up gracefully broken. And the first thing that, that I saw was the Tasha Cobb song, gracefully broken. I had that bad baby on repeat. Four weeks. Four weeks. Just listening to understand what's the message he's trying to tell me with this grace from the broken concept, you know. So, um, yeah, I'm grateful that having to go through the chemo, but the surgeries um, also left my having uh, scar tissues. A lot of people who've gone through multiple surgeries have scar tissues, and sometimes mine flares up in such a way, especially if I'm stressed. It feels like somebody just. Took my stomach as a, bun, a a punching bag, and just punch all the way. Mm-hmm. The black and blue is now visible on the outside, but internally, I'm totally feeling all that pain. So, well, wow, yeah.
2: So even though you've gone through the surgeries, you still have the side effects. Yes. Don't talk about the side effects. You know, we hear about survivors and all, we made it through, but no one talks right. about right that you deal with even after you know surviving yeah. it. You know, uh-huh. so thank you for that. And a lot of people yeah. like to hear about that what was it like
1: for you like um financially Because, you know a home's finances are affected you're out of work did you have coverage did you not did it disturb you know the balance in the home how
0: was your daughter during that time did it affect her your, your ability to care for her um financially i'm grateful for god Uh, financially, I'm grateful for the fact that my insurance did cover my surgeries. I don't know what would have transpired if I had to go further to do chemo or radiation, per se. Um, And I'm also, my family was around to pick up the pieces, but not only that, uh, my job. So uh, my job, if you have hours, sick time, and especially during the user leave period, They tend to, they donate hours to individuals who are sick or have gone through surgery. And I remember when I said, I felt like, should I do that, God? And I felt like I should. And I said, but no, they're not going to know my business. They're not going to know why I needed it. And you didn't have to put that out there. But I felt like I wanted to be transparent. I wanted to know where your hours are going and how you're helping my life and making a difference in my life. And so I did that. And I put out there that I was going through breast cancer and I had surgeries. And, um... Through that, I had a lot of people donated hours. So I was able to take care of my responsibility. Look at that. Just truly grateful. Like everything, despite the fact, this is what I noticed with this with, with this uh juncture of my journey. Everything, even though I wanted to be scared and just go crazy, there was always this little pacifier type of thing. Like, you oh. know, God was always there, like, hey, I have you, don't worry. So he always Put everything in perspective yeah. or sending the next breadcrumbs that is going to make this journey not as difficult as I think it's supposed to be. You know, oftentimes when we get in trauma, we think that the worst is supposed to happen. Yeah. Um, right. And but for him, for, for me, God just wanted me to see that I'm showing you that I got you even when you think that you're at the bottom, even yeah. when you think no one is else is there. I have you. Mm-hmm. I will send those that needs to walk with you. To walk with you. And that's indeed what happened. Wow.
2: I see humbling experiences and a whole bunch of faith.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Embedded in that
0: journey. So, you know, so funny. This is the thing. Before when I found before I found out I was diagnosed, I had this inclination, this huge rush for me to increase my faith. And I was like, what do you mean? And at that time, you know, guys, I was heavily involved in church, was women's ministry leader, I believe, or just I yes. uh, gave up that role in a sense. And so I didn't understand. I was like, I read the Bible. You know, wouldn't increase my faith? And a young lady from my job, he then prompted her, touched her on her shoulder, and she bought a book. And so say I was led to give her this book and it was a 30-day fast for a faith. And I was like, okay. Wow. And in the midst of it, about two weeks going into the third week, is when I woke up to find a leak on my tank top, like a discoloration. And I was like, I, like, I want to... You know, I try to come up with everything in my head as to what it could be. I even said the fact that I drool, even though I didn't drool. Uh, and even though I don't know how my drool is going to leave from all over well, here, no, to down, no, here no. down here. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just comfortable with anything. And I just sometimes squeeze. And when I squeeze my nipple, I realized it was coming from that. And the Monday was a holiday, whatever holiday was in February. I don't know if it's president of,
2: day. President, yeah. And I ended yeah. up
0: uh, going to the doctor that day. And before I go, and I want to just say this man, prayer is just so awesome. I was going to say bloody awesome. Prayer <laughs> is just so awesome. Yeah. Man. <laughs> because what I did, I started print for everything now because I was just like, I need, I asked specifically what type of doctor I needed. I asked down to the race and everything was I'm a doctor I needed to see me and and I got exactly what I wanted and she was so beautiful in a way where she's like I can't see there's too much calcification I need you to go and get a biopsy it wasn't one of those that oh I can't see so I'm just gonna get said everything is okay and you could go home right no she was so detailed and that's what I asked I said I need somebody who was very very detailed and she was so detailed and she sent me and I had to do a double biopsy I did that and then a week or two later, I found out I had early stage. And so, yes, indeed, faith was definitely embedded because if it didn't occur the way it did, if I didn't get a message to increase it, I don't think I would have had all of that trust, all of that surrendering, even though everything else was falling to the wayside in my, in, in my, in my life. Because it's not everything wasn't pretty before cancer, no, sir. was not. <laughs> you know, so
2: let me ask you. This, let me get to the nitty gritty questions, people. Not I will
0: Bond say
2: intimacy. How is it after going through the surgeries with the physical feelings and the uh, and and the, um these the things that you go through even after surgery, the feelings or what have you? I know your nipples were your best. You know, that was my your besties. radar. Yeah. I supposed to say my besties. The besties, that <laughs> right? yeah. how is it intimately now? Even with dating God, even with your 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 previous marriage, you know, how was it intimate intimately and sexually going into
0: that? I was married and my marriage was not a healthy one. And so the breast cancer came and I was hoping that it would have shifted things. But um I'm going to put it off as maybe it was fear on his end as well. And sometimes uh, men do not like to express their feelings or their fear and be authentic in that way. They too think they have to man up. And especially if you're a Jamaican, they have to Rachel. man up and be the man around town. Um, par- so prior to breast cancer, uh, it wasn't as gravy or good as we would say. When breast cancer came about, I just wanted to feel just to be held and to feel loved. And at the same time, he couldn't give that to me. He fell right into his love language, which is acts of service. So I was never hungry. I was never lacking any green juice or anything like that. But I was lacking my emotional connection, my hearing how just how beautiful you are. Because when I looked in the mirror, having an expander in your breast to stretch your skin, to prepare you for... Um, you know, an implant, it's not a beautiful thing. You know, if you see the pictures, it's just not beautiful. I would stare in the mirror and didn't know who I was looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of the fact that the marriage wasn't great, I then find myself worried about who will then was gonna want me. Who's gonna oh, want me after this without no nipple? Am I considered um fully a woman? And I know it may seem silly to some. But it's just a thought that went through my mind. And I'm being totally honest with that, you know. Um, And I had to learn how to re-love myself. I had to learn how to love, to see my scars as me being unique. And I've always thought I was different, even growing up. So now I have uh, other reasons to know that I am even more (laughs) unique in that way. Um, Now that I'm single and I am dating, I... Initially was trying to find and I realized I don't have to find because after I did reconstruction, one of the options I had was for me to get the nipples put on. Like they could do, you know, take your skin and create a nipple. Honey, I was down for that. I was like, yes, sign me up for nipples. <laughs> nipples on <are laughs> us. They're the one, they're oh, my gosh. So I went there. My um, doctor, he was so he's such a great guy. Not only a great guy, he was super handsome, too. Beside the point. Anyways. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so he pulled my skin up and did this little sewing, the tread, everything, got the stuff together. And like a week later, that thing went off. I was just sleeping and I woke up and I saw my skin off. It was so heartbreaking because all now you're seeing is the pink of on my breast itself. And that piece of nipple skin that they were using just hanging off like, hey. Oh, wow. And I was like, Why? And I, you know, I can hear God's voice said, you didn't ask me. You're being shallow. World. You're not trusting that I will find someone who's going to accept you for wow. you. Oh, you wow. So now you are so worried that you got to go out there to find you another man that you want to put on something that I keep saying is bigger than you, that you didn't need. And after that, I just said, I'm not going to do it again. I had opportunity to or even to get the tattoo. You know, I was, I was, um, this close to the tattoo maybe some maybe years from now may, but right now it's just like you know what it's okay it's it's okay it's okay wow. um so yeah so now i just said i got to send because that means you're going to send someone who not only spiritually connected to you but someone who's open someone who will be able to see me and not Matthew. my physical Right. Right. So, um, you know, my physicality, you know, Oof. it's just you see my spiritual That's self. It. You see my soul. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like so, that
1: piece. Yeah. I like that yeah. piece. And you know,
0: I, I want to say this. I find that I would always say you have to, one of the things I learned and became my mantra. Um, I had to see the blessing in my challenge. So even during my marriage, when I had was having a hard time while I was going through breast cancer, I had to learn to see the blessing because of that marriage, I was able to find me. So I don't see my ex as somebody that I want to say, but are just if I jump off our bridge right now, no. <laughs> I see him as someone that I always would want the best for. Berr. and um, And also I express gratitude Berr. because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't, like I said, find the true essence of Marsha. Because I remember when I was praying, because infidelity even transpired during my going through breast cancer, during that time frame. And I remember I was praying and I said, God, remove him from my life. I just need you to just do whatever you do so that he can be removed. And then I can then pick up myself and start walking into who I am called to be. And it's like, the spirit was like, no. You have to see you the way I see you. And if you see you the way I see you, then you won't have a problem with removing Mm -hmm. yourself from this situation. It was so hard. It it. was so hard because all of my emotions was all over the place. I was connected not only to this man, I was connected to his daughter as well. I I mean, I still have a part in my heart for, for her in that way. And I would always see her as a daughter, even though we're not together, you know? Um And so I just Wanted God to make it easy Just mm-hmm. snap your finger and let it happen And so I had to choose me I had to as we would say Pull up the big girl baggy them right. pull up big girl And baby. I had yeah. to Speak my truth And I had to recognize my journey I had to recognize the fact that What I've been asking for Which is who am I What am I called to do I had to recognize that this could be You know The opening the opening of what I am called to do, and so I had to speak my truth in a loving way. This—that's when I will, i first realize, not say first—I realized the importance of the soft answer concept. You know, oh the yeah, Bible the soft talks about. turn it
1: the way yeah. because yes, when ma'am. I
0: approached them, it was with a soft answer, even though yeah. you know, I'm from country. I've come from Portland, for those who don't know, country, straight country. Yeah, but sometimes we can act as if I come from Tivoli even though I can't fight like I'm from Tivoli, but we can't talk like I'm from Tivoli, right? And so I didn't have to do all of that. I didn't have to go into the rude girl vibes. I just had to speak from my soul. And that's when I realized, Ooh, is- you know, the soul is the bomb.
2: Oh, yes, it is. It's the
0: bomb. Yeah. That's- yeah. So yeah.
1: Oh, that's so good. That is yeah. so good. That's great. So since this experience, Reconstruction, you choosing you, right? Yeah. Dan- and um choosing to leave the unhealthy marriage Mm -hmm. who is marsha now Mm. what is marsha about what is and i would like to say what
0: was your greatest lesson from that experience yes so my greatest lesson honestly is that i actually fell in love with myself again and it did not happen overnight And I say this just because I realized I fell in love with my obedience part of me, the fact that when I hear, I just don't dismiss. And because of that, I discovered my awakeness. I discovered that when I put it out there and ask God for confirmation that He shows up, I discovered that I am not by myself, even though I may feel as if I'm walking physically by myself, I'm not. I asked for breadcrumbs and he will send the breadcrumbs to individuals and um, individuals who have gone through breast cancer, want me to be at a restaurant because I even eat lunch by myself. I'm just a loner sometimes at a restaurant and someone would just come and talk to me and she's a breast cancer survivor and then she dropped a gem for me. And then I hold that in my heart space so that I don't get frightened because one of the things I've heard over and over, um, don't eat a lot of sweets and don't entertain fear. Like cancer feeds off those two energy. Yes. And so I had anything I could get to take fear out of my mind that I I will do. During the process, I discovered that I am called for greatness. I discovered that I'm indeed called to walk with women. And especially the women who are breast cancer survivors who are in a space of reconnecting with their new normal and do not know how I walk with them. I help them to have the soul center transformation the one where you have to learn to connect with your body with your soul and with your spirit so then you can see the blessings the blessings and the challenge so you can see you as how God see you yeah and so that's what I'm doing that's what I'm here for I'm I'm you know the podcast is an opportunity uh and I'm grateful for you guys to being a part of it for me to just to encourage women to connect with their soul and this is women in general and now i just want to call in my pink sisters i call you guys um uh, my pink light and you're gonna see something come out pretty soon about her pink light and light i break I broke up in an acronym meaning living intentional through experience and Woo! the experience that we have from our breast cancer journey i just want to encourage my pink sisters from let us Live intentional through that. And how? what does that mean? If it means for you to share a story so another uh, lady can feel at ease and not so worried and know that it is she too can go through this journey. Um, so that's who I am. Alpha, I was told I'm a spiritual midwife and you're going to say, I oh, did you mean by you were told? Once again, God leads me to people and I was led to someone. I was having dreams on top of dreams and it led to someone to translate it for me. And she's like, oh, so you're a spiritual midwife. You're here to walk with women who are in their birthing season. At that time, I was still in the the beginning of my awakening. Do not know what that means. But I just knew I was supposed to work with women. I call myself a soul conductor, which is the same as a spiritual midwife. I just want to encourage women to connect with their soul because of the, the importance and the vitality of our soul. The connection we get from it when we connect with the divine and even our higher self. And so that's who I am. I am trying to be as authentic as I can. I try my best to speak my truth and even through fear. And I'm not going to act as if I'm still not learning. I'm not going to act as if um, there are not s- things that I'm still struggling with and fighting with. Uh, I'm not going to act as if when I'm called to do something, if I'm not trying to question God, a self-doubt may come in and you may just I have to put me down for a minute and say, don't worry, I'll start it out for you. <laughs> and then you can <laughs> fall into line, you know? Um, so I'm just a vessel. I'm his vessel. Man, and I can
1: confirm and yeah. affirm that that is exactly who she is. Yeah. What, what Marsha just said is my full experience of her. One of the things I admire so much about the Jewry have become Mm. Since this experience is your courage. Oh, wow. Your courage to be, to sit in the discomfort, right? To sit in the pocket and figure things out and your courage to speak your truth. Marsha yeah. was, like I said, Marsha was private. All of the stuff you're hearing right now, this is post-cancer Marsha. Yeah. Because yeah. she would probably just keep a lot of that in. So this is the light that she carries. This is the yeah. light that she is, and it's it's beautiful to watch her mm-hmm. unfold it and how she pushes her boundaries to allow more of the light within her to come. And just like she said, the the, 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 the the questions still come. Uh, there are areas she's still working on. Yes. But the intentional effort that I get to witness, but this woman, this Martha that you see to be who she is right now, and the excitement I have for the Marsha that is to come is just like, I'm just so grateful and honored yes. to I'm just be, to get a front seat right, <laughs> in this journey and this experience with you, sis. It's beautiful and I love you. I love you. Um, and I don't know, where to you win?
0: I'm get here. your Get your book back. Oh, she's she just absorbed. She's in a space of, oh God, let me just absorb this right now. Listen. When Yolande says something, I'm about
2: to say, I'd be like, girl, why? Why I didn't you go first? <laughs> That's what <gonna> we <be> connected. <laughs> say it again because it's true. That's what
0: we're so connected. Say
2: it again. Yeah, but you know, I will say this. I know different levels of Marsha. I'm blessed to know Marsha when Ranchy Marsha, you know, with Channel Park with five, you know? And then I know the Marshall's straight, well, he's always been, but straight like like, I remember times before I came in she, uh, my own gifts anytime I needed clarification I had to call Marsha, you know um, always spot on always spot on so I, I used the same word courage, cause I know yeah. again, known each other for a very long time, so I saw you do the transition of quiet Marsha to loud yeah. Marsha and sometimes you gotta be loud right, and uh I remember when times when I'm like, I, I remember times people say, I don't know if I want to do this. I said, Marsha, do it. Go for it. Do it. Do it. And, you know, you question yourself, and I understand the questioning stage or what have you. But to see you blossom now where I don't have to say, Marsha, you gotta do that, right? You gotta go through with that, right? You know, I, you know you're know, you doing it. You know, even your your journals on Amazon, right? Plugged. Yeah. <laughs> right? So, yeah. Yes, you know yes. what I'm saying? All these things that I see you doing, I see the growth in you. You know. Yeah. I'm the baby. I think I'm the baby. Am I the baby? You know, at up this circle, yeah. Up this circle, I'm the baby, right? And 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 it was always seeing me trying to transition and hearing people say, I see you, I see you here. It is a great honor.
0: Maybe I've not gone through
2: the crazy, crazy, crazy trauma that I have, This is a trauma for you.
0: Yes, yes, indeed.
2: You blossom from that and take that trauma and turn it into your testimony and your gift to other women to help them through. It's a beautiful thing to see because they're getting a beautiful person that's sincere when they're being spoken to. So, all I can say is, I, 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 I encourage you, and I, you probably don't even need encouragement at this point, but I encourage you to keep doing what you're doing and you can go beyond this. I want to, you know, in arenas talking to women. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I don't want to see you yes. writing book, you know? Yes, I
0: definitely. I
2: for you because you have a story to tell. You have you have a survivor story, but not only a survivor story, but a light story. You get to plant yeah. light into others. And I love you very, you already know, like you and Yolande, I cannot say it enough. Even when I didn't feel like I loved myself, you guys showed me love, even in my darkest moments. You know, even in my backyard moments, you know? when people didn't understand me. And I got the taste of that from Marsha from that time.
1: Yeah. So all who
2: get it you. now is all, I already got that. You know what I'm saying? All ah, who get yeah. it now, um, <laughs> enjoy. And I, and, I, and I tell your pink family, going to listen to this podcast. Don't be afraid to reach out to Marsha. She's not like any other. She's very sincere, genuine, and wants very. growth. This is not someone who is just out there just talking. Uh, She feels everything she said.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Utilize
2: her. Utilize her.
1: Thank you. You know one of the things I noticed, Marsh. You know one of the things I noticed? Uh In in all your intentions and the things you want to do, one of the things I noticed about Marsha is money is never her motivator never. for what she does. Never. <laughs> yeah. When she talks about wanting a wellness center and all the things she wants to do for women, money never enters the conversation, and that's how you know yeah. it's all heart. Yeah. It's all heart. Yeah. And sis, let me tell you something. While 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 Kia was speaking, what I heard was he gave you beautiful ashes. Yeah. He um, yes. Gave you beautiful ashes. Yes. And that's what you're doing. That's what you're putting out into the world. Showing yeah. other women, other pink sisters, other women in general. Uh-huh. Because yes. you can speak in so many areas. Yeah. You can speak to women who have been through a difficult divorce. Yeah. That yeah. just like he did for you, yeah. it did. That did the universe. Yeah. We use all the words over here. yeah. yeah. <laughs> that you are the example of what? Getting beauty for ashes
2: and look mm. like and a very good thank example you. a great example for your daughter because I yeah. why do you, you thank growing? you
0: i appreciate it. i appreciate it i and i i thank god for allowing me to be in a space where individuals could view me that night yeah. because sometimes people see you but that's not how you see yourself so i'm i'm glad right. that um i'm walking and i'm trying to continue to walk you know i would say in in the path he's created or called me to, I told my mom recently, I'm not afraid of dying. Um, I'm just afraid of dying before I complete my mission, my purpose and my task. And so every time when I want to come up with an excuse to not do it, that's what comes back in my head. And like, dude, so you're going to just leave out without calling in the tribe. You're going to leave out without Mm -hmm. doing what you're supposed to do light their light so they could go and light another uh, light. You know, yeah. that's what we're all here for. Yeah. Um, and so, yes, I look forward to connecting with my pink lights. Yeah. And um, speaking of journal, I do have the their beautiful soul journal. This yeah. is specifically for my, my sisters, my pink sisters. And it's a way for you to connect with your soul as you go through the journey and for you to see the blessings in the challenge as you go through the journey. And even if you already completed your breast cancer journey, it's been five, 10 years, doesn't matter. Your soul is always waiting for that connection. And yes. so run over to um, Amazon, just type in their beautiful soul. You don't see a lot of these. You see it pops up, Marsha Campbell. Either way, you will see it. Um, and just start journaling and share your journal. I'm gonna start sharing some of mine as well, just so that you see the beauty. And when you go back and read, yes, and you realize just the connection that you have with yourself and the beauty of it. And you can't imagine other people had this connection with you and you never had this connection with you, which means you were given so much and you never gave to you. So, you know, journaling helps you to connect and give back to yourself. And I look forward to connecting with my pink light. Um, And remember light is living intentional through experience. A matter of fact, This is what I'm going to do to my future Pink Light sisters that are coming in. I'm going to put a challenge out there. How about you share your story? Because I've always talked about your stories here for you to share. And of course, part of my story, our story, were published in the book No More Silence, You Too Can Rise. And then this is my first time actually doing a video version of it in this way. And so I've always encouraged each others to do their story. So if you are being led to share your story, like a 20-minute version, we could put yeah. it up on our channel, the Her yeah. Sacred Soul yeah, Space channel. Awesome. But this will be community to be dedicated to the pink light. And basically what you're going to do Base, t- tell your name and your stage and of course give permission for us to share this video on our platform and you're going to talk about how the breast cancer journey called or allowed you to find yourself. How did you, you connect believe. with yourself in such a beautiful yes. way and talk about what tools, what gems did you learn or what mechanism that enable you to get such a connection with yourself. Yeah. I would love to hear that story Um and and by you sharing, you're encouraging others to not yes. see, focus so much on the challenge, but just the blessing of the fact that we are here, and we're here. We can still share our story. Yeah. So yeah, just wanted to put that out there. Love it. Yes. Love it. Love, yes. it, love, love it.
1: it. We're gonna wrap. Thank you all, beautiful souls, for joining us for this very special episode. Yeah. Of her sacred soul space, and for Sit with your heart open as you hear our sister share this beautiful, transformative journey that has given us the gift that she is today. And uh, stay in touch. Uh, Like, subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. And follow if you're on Facebook and if we're on Instagram, follow us yeah. here too. Yeah, yeah. That, we look forward to stay connected with you and you in connection with us. And look forward to more episodes in the future of Her Sacred Soul Space. Have yourselves a great
0: day. One love. Boom. Thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I would be honored if you could share this episode with a friend subscribe, rate, and review. Don't forget to join us every second and fourth Fridays for another exciting episode of Her Sacred Soul Space podcast. I'd love to hear your comments. You can always find me on Facebook or YouTube as Her Sacred Soul Space. Until then, one love and don't forget, see your light, be your light. Magan.